Hello, ladies. Welcome to Tweens to Teens, Real Girl Christian Talk. I am your coach and mentor, Mel. I am always here to answer any questions that you may have. So feel free to email me at fosteringtheinnerchild at gmail.com or head over to um, the app Band through the QR code in the description. I would love to have you there. So today we're going to talk about the story of Esther, okay? Uh, And we're also going to talk about how can we use her characteristics, her traits of who she was in the book of Esther, and how can we apply that in our lives? So let's go ahead, let's dive in. So Esther was first mentioned, obviously, in the book of Esther in chapters 2, verse 7. Um, King Nebuchadnezzar was the guardian over his uncle's daughter, which is Esther. So, um, Esther's father and mother, they, they, they are both dead at this point. So, because Nebuchadnezzar had uh, guardianship over her, he decided to take her in his own, as his own daughter. But Haggai actually had custody of her. Okay, and then when Haggai got custody of Esther, um, Haggai quickly found favor. I mean, I mean Esther, sorry, quickly found favor with Haggai. He gave her many luxuries. He gave her maids. He gave her beauty supplies from when the time came to approach the king and make her requests known. And he gave her, her and the maids the best place in harem. So... I'm not going to go into, like, every part of the 10 chapters. I'm just kind of making a summary of all 10 chapters in here for you. So, so skipping ahead. So, after 12 months, it was time to for uh, Esther to approach the king and ask for anything she wanted to take from harem to the king's palace. She had spent a full-on 12 months preparing, like, these beautification rituals preparing for this very moment because this very moment determined if she would leave harem and go to be with the king or not Haggai who was in charge of all the women including Esther played a very very big role in getting Esther to become the queen so when so when it was Esther's turn to go before the king Haggai advised her to take whatever she wanted from the woman's quarters to the king's palace. However, Esther did not request but what Haggai told her to. She didn't ask for nothing more. Because of this, Esther actually found favor with the king and was chosen and was placed in the royal palace. Now, she was in competition with other ladies. But she was favored by the king and was given the, the crown. So now Esther, Esther's a queen now. Okay. And the king loved her more than anything. And because of the favor that she had with the king, he was kind to her and threw her huge banquets with gifts. Okay. So let's take a pause right there. So, so far, the, so far the traits and characteristics of Esther. 
The Bible said that she was beautiful. She was favored. We see that she was wise. She listened to counsel. To those giving her advice on what she should do. So Esther, I mean, she was a she was a wise young woman, but she knew she didn't have all the answers. So if she wanted to be queen, she needed to listen. Okay. Sometimes we have to do that. I know that's hard. That we always want to listen to ourselves instead of asking for help. But sometimes we're wrong. And it's better to ask for help than to, to uh, do it our way. So anyways, let's continue. Oh, I forgot to mention one important detail here. I don't know how I missed that. Esther was told not to disclose who she was by a name named Mordecai, the king's attendant, okay? That she came from a Jewish background. She was not to tell anyone, okay? Later, yes, but not now. This is very important to know because Haman has plotted to kill all the Jews, Esther wasn't going to let this go, though. I mean, she was determined to find out why this decree to kill the Jews was made, who it was, and then do something about it. So, she, she and Mordecai were sending messages back and forth, and Mordecai sent a message to Esther begging her to go to the king and intercede for, for, for the Jews. But you know what? There was a small problem with that. No man and no woman could come in the courts without being summoned or else you would be killed. Unless the king held out his scepter to spare your life. So Esther's like messaging Mordecai. And she's like, I have not been summoned in the last 30 days. But Mordecai still, you know, he really wants Esther to do it. You know, he's telling her, talking about her power that she has because she's queen now. So Esther finally, in her braveness, replies to Mordecai and says, All right, gather all the Jews and do a three-day fast without eating or drinking. And me and my mates will do the same. And then I will go, and if I perish, then I perish. So on, on the third day, she went to the king, and the king found favor again and, ex and extended his golden scepter to spare her life. The king asked her what her request was. And she asked him to bring Haman to attend her banquet. Esther begins to make her petition known. She is begging them to spare her people, the Jews, and exposing Haman as the one that sold, sold the Jews to be killed. Can you imagine being Haman? You're, you're at a banquet. You're having fun with everybody. And then all of a sudden, you get it exposed and all eyes are on you. <laughs> so Haman began pleaded with Esther and wanted his life to be spared. But that wasn't going to happen because Haman was actually hung for his wrongs. Okay. Now, if you actually go back and read, like, the, 
Esther, he was he was hanged by the very instrument he created because he wanted to he wanted to kill Mordecai. He wanted to hang Mordecai, so it was kind of ironic there that he created his own device for death. Um, okay, so anyways, <clears throat> the king then gave Esther Haman's house, and Esther put Mordecai in charge of it. How ironic is that? <laughs> but the decree to kill the Jews was still in effect, so. Esther begged the king to spare them. At this time, the king now knows that Esther is of Jewish descent. And again, the king held out his scepter, and she had favor. Esther was able to revoke everything that Haman had decreed to do to the Jews. And the new decree that the king granted to the Jews was they had the right to defend themselves and their lives to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate any armed forces that might attach to them, their children and women. Okay, so if you go on to read, go back and read in Esther, that's exactly what happened. They win. They, mm, yeah. Um, but it, um, so, how does that? So, so based off the characteristics that we just read, the little summary of who Esther is, how can we apply that to our lives? We want to be, you know, we want to have some of our care. We want to be courageous. We want to, you know, have wisdom and all those things. So Esther was a very courageous woman. She d- displayed immense bravery when she risked her life to save her people from annihilation. She was also very faithful despite challenging circumstances. Her faith in God was unshakable. Esther was very intelligent. She used wisdom and strategy to accomplish her objectives. And she was also very compassionate and had a deep love for people, especially the Jews. She remained humble even when she became queen. It didn't matter about her status quo. She still was humble. She was obedient and followed sound advice And she was prayful and recognized the power of fasting and prayer as spiritual tools when faced in a crisis. Okay. So what what would it might look like in our lives right now if we applied all all of who she was into our lives? Be courageous. That looks like don't shy away from standing up for what's right even if it means facing opposition or taking risks. Show courage by resisting peer pressure. Speaking out against injustice or just taking on a leadership role. That could, that could look like maybe serving in the church or, you know, like a children's ministry or, or you know, I, whatever that might look like to you. Stay faithful. Uphold your Christian values even in challenging times, stay committed to your faith through regular prayer. Go to Bible study. Attendance at church and highly encourage attending a youth group, okay? Maybe on a Wednesday. It's, it's wonderful. Um, intelligence, which means critical thinking, okay? Critical thinking means make informed decisions. This could apply to schoolwork. Um, understanding social issues, relationships, okay? 
that also is, you know, asking people for direction. Like, should I do this? Should I be with this guy or this girl or a guy? Sorry. Um, and it looks different in different ways. Show compassion. Be kind and considerate to everyone you encounter. Volunteer. Help out at home more. And try to understand other people's perspectives. Practice humility. Okay, Remember that everyone has their own unique worth. And don't let pride or your ego come between you and your relationships. Like, especially friendships. Acknowledge your mistakes and learn from them. You know, that's probably going to be the hardest one. And that was a hard one for me when I was a teenager is, you know, admitting when I did something wrong and then saying, I'm sorry. But practice makes perfect. Be obedient, okay? Respect the wisdom of your authority figures, such as your parents, uh, teachers, anyone in leadership, spiritual leadership, you know, anyone who is in um, a higher position than you are should always be respectful. Be prayerful, okay? This is the last one, and I know it's a, it's a hard one. As, you know, as teenagers, it's hard to, you know, to have any, you know, rituals. Everything is just all over the place. You can't remember where you even put your school book. Can't remember to go pick up your clothes. <laughs> it's, but... You can make it into a um, an important part of your life if you understand how important your relationship with Christ really is. You wait five minutes a day. You don't have to read a whole chapter in your Bible. You could just read some verses, and God was not. I mean, He's just happy that you spent any time with Him. You know, say a small little prayer. Work up. Work up to longer times with Him. Work up to longer times of reading your Bible. Okay. Or maybe some of you out there that you, you're you good with spending, you know, maybe 20 minutes or 30 minutes. You've already worked up to that, and that's amazing. I'm amazing. But let's think about these things over the next week of how we can implement um, these different characteristics of a wonderful woman called Esther from the Bible. She was definitely a brave woman. <laughs> but that is it for this episode I hope that you enjoyed it. Please, if you have any questions, just ask. You can email me at fosterintheinnerchild at gmail.com or you can go hop on Band app and come join the community. Until then, blessings.